The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of Loving Sports Talk, and always co-host and host of Let Me Follow. You that piece? Yep, I'm here representing from the Bay Area. <laughs> we got to talk about that Bay Area. But, you know, the, uh, well, we got told you what we're going to start doing. We'll start letting you open the show sometime and close the show out. So, better get ready, P. <laughs> well, wait, I'll, we to... I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> well, let's start off where we found, you know, things are going on. A lot of red tape with Derrick Rose. It's kind of, you know, uh, they want things done right. So, I understand that. So, we finally got everything. Down right and on next Wednesday, we'll be having D Rose at the office. Uh, we'll be announcing it all through the show, and everything is in order and security's in place. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> so we so we will be in Chicago next Wednesday. Following <laughs> right. James, so, so the okay, so last security's in place. <laughs> Security, everything. Okay, so it's set. <laughs> so wait, so James, we, I, I have a good question for you. Yeah. Okay, when is it okay for fans to burn jerseys? Let me give you a little, you know, Houston Texans were leading the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. They were up 20-3 to 3 at the half. For those who watched it, Shaw threw, I think, two interceptions in the fourth quarter. Game goes to overtime. Seattle beats Houston 23-20. to Houston scores no points at all in the second half. It was rumored that there were fifths after the game, you know, in the parking lot, setting Shaw's jersey on fire after that loss. When do you think it's okay for fans to burn jerseys? Well, Pete, uh, I think because if you look at it, if you go to these games and um, – if you go to these games, oh, I had to look at my thing. And you look at, you know, um, say basketball. Remember when basketball fans get into it with the players? And right. The players get in trouble because, you know, like one player said, oh, he called my mama, blah, blah, my mama had cancer. They said the fans have more rights than the player. The players should be, you know, more professional, all like that. I mean, you hear players called. You don't hear fans call players assholes or whatever. And you just got to take that because they said they don't want paying your salary. So if those fans brought those jerseys, why couldn't they burn them, Pete? You don't agree with that? Well, you know, I remember when LeBron made his announcement, you know, he was leaving to go to Miami. 
And, I mean, there were hundreds of people who took to the streets in Cleveland, burned his jersey, his shirts with his numbers on them and stuff. To me, it's like, okay, you, you're a player who you have invested in. If you live in Cleveland, he's been your guy. That situation, first of all, to me, jerseys cost too much, so I'm not burning any. But I'm just saying that makes a little bit – I understand that is justified more so than one loss and one football game. It's not the playoffs. It's not a super, you know, one loss and they're ready to throw Schaub under the bus. Let's, let's burn his jerseys. I just thought that's a little quick to react from the, you know, from the Houston fans. But see, if you look at it, uh, been playing like that every year. So it should be no different to him, you know. He's not their quarterback. Now when they lose it, you know, they ain't had that perfect season they think they have. Now they gotta find somebody to blame. If you ever notice, when a team is doing bad, they got to find somebody to blame, you know. It is the coach and call, one of the, the quarterback. But who's the first person to make all the money, P? Get the big salary. Oh. Mm-hmm. The quarterback. The quarterback. So right. why not, you know? Go ahead, P. Yeah, no, I just think, you know, fans, especially this a loss. Like, I understand. No, Schaub has been, you're right. Schaub has been that way the last couple of years. They'll win enough games, probably get to the playoffs. They just don't have that like people, what they call killer instinct, to win playoff games to get them to the Super Bowl. You know, we've seen it. I think they played San Diego. It was either week one or two. Houston was leading. Let the Chargers come back. So this is their routine, and Schaub makes terrible decisions when he's um, being pressured. He is like, he is one of the worst quarterbacks in, in that situation. But, I, you know, I just think burning his jersey after that loss was just a little drastic. Oh, did you think that when they burnt LeBron? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to me. This okay. Shaw lost one game. LeBron is completely now leaving your city. He's now leaving your team. Those fans, like I said, he he was from there. You know, went to high school there. I understand. Understand those fans, the anger, and then being mad at that versus one loss in a regular season football. Well, that's please, what I'm. Saying. I mean, you got to look at those fans been there year after year with them. Now it's time to blame somebody. Obviously, it's not like they look like they're going to, you know, you lost that one game. Yeah, I see that. But those are the type of games that hurt you down the road, you know, for the playoff and getting home feet. You know, look at look at your 49ers. I mean, they lost to any half of coach. That mm-hmm. type of game right there, you know, who did y'all blame that game? It's run the run game. You, I mean, you know, but those type of games you look at when you trying to get home field for man, that one game we would have won. You know what I'm saying? Right. But okay, but look at it this way, right? Look at Romo, his run in Dallas, right? He struggled the last couple of years. Look at Alex Smith, his first couple of six or seven years in San Francisco. I mean, we were frustrated with him. I you know, I never heard of people after a game just because he lost a game, oh, let's go burn Alex Smith's jersey. Like you you didn't hear of that going on. You know, so I just well, think it's a warm, you know. I agree, burning jerseys, but they they fed up with it. I guarantee you, Romo lose this game coming up with Denver, then they lose the next one. They will be one Romo here. I guarantee you. Because <laughs> they tired well, of Romo. Romo been there, see what, six, seven years, and still haven't yeah. done them for him? They tired of him. <laughs> Matt Shaw yep. been there six or seven years. They tired of it, right? Yeah, no, you're right. They do. Um, yeah. All I know is as much as those jerseys cost, <laughs> wait, especially if you're ordering it from NFL.com or whatever, though, I spend too much money on my jerseys 
to burn them getting mad at someone for a loss. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's crazy. Well, I would tell you right now, you might as well get mad at this next person. Because they're Uh-oh. mad at you, please. You ready? Yeah. From Detroit, this is Myla. Paula, do you really think the 49ers will make the Super Bowl now? If yes, how would the Seahawks play so good? (laughs) 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 Oh, Myla, I can't wait either to hear this one. Yeah, great, great question, Myla. You know, and I'll have to admit, with the way that they're playing and the way that we look right now, we do not look like one of the strongest teams in the NFC. Right now, I would actually give that to the Saints, even over the Seahawks. Because if you watch the Seahawks-Houston game, which I, which I watched last Sunday, Houston really should have won that game. If it hadn't been for Matt Schaub doing some stupid stuff that he did. So to me, I think New Orleans is actually even better than the Seahawks from what we've seen up through week five. So right now, the Niners' road to get back to that Super Bowl, it's, it's a long one. I mean, we've got to really get it together, you know, get play calling better, just everything. People have to step up other than Bolden and Davis, and, you know, we need to run Gore more. So, no, she's right. Right now, there are better NFC teams that are playing right now, playing better than the Niners. And I think it's the Seahawks and New Orleans. See, I want to stand on that question with Myra. I mean, and I've seen, you know, when y'all lost the one, I can remember y'all started bicking within y'all organization. Do you think that's going to affect y'all now? I mean, if y'all lose another game, you think your team like turn and say, you know, we're not supposed to be the team we are this year? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that's going to happen again? You know, I think it could only because when we look back at last year, the way Kaepernick took over, right there, that divide, I mean, there were a lot of fans who were divided over that. Like with, with Alex Smith not coming back, then when they released him over the offseason, so I think there's already, you've seen it when they lose. There's some people who are quick to say, oh, you know, if Alex was here, he's now 4-0 and in Kansas City, he would be doing this. So I think just after Harbaugh made that move last year, that's going to be there this year. Until Cap gets his back, Super Bowl and wins and can shut people up, I think that's always, that question is always going to be there. People are going to be jumping from side to side. You know, we should have Alex here, Cap should be here. And I think with every loss, you know, that comes up. I, I know I'm seeing it. It's just the fans are divided. Yeah, but, I mean, you said that they're getting divided, the fans, but, I mean, you had Gore Bickering. Wasn't he Bickering, P? The coach? Yep. And, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you, have these, you have star players bickering. And once you get in that, I mean, you're going to turn to be a Tampa Bay team. Am I right? With Josh Freeman. Yeah, because, yeah, and I think with Gore, he's one of the team leaders. Him going up and staring off at Harbaugh, that shows you that some of the players are frustrated with the level of the coaching, the plays that are being called. So that's going to have to be worked out with the Niners and the coaches, the offensive coordinator, you know, whoever's calling these plays. Like, Gore wanted more runs. He was doing well first half. Second half, they went completely away from him in that Colts game. And so, no, you're right. When, you have, when you're losing, the players are going to want to point some fingers. And Gore was pointing them at the coaches after that game, Right. And so right. they have to get it together so that they're all buying into whatever Harbaugh's telling them, okay? If they're not buying into it, you're going to keep having that. And you're right. That, that locker room can be divided. Yeah, but that's not good. I mean, this is the early part of the season, Pete. 
You know, maybe that is good because they're getting it out now. It's not happening in the later part of the season where it could mess them up for the playoff. But, I mean, do you see them winning the division piece? You know, I was, I'm going to go out and say we, we can win our division. Seattle, they made us look, we look terrible when we played them there. They still have to come here, and they also still have to play games on the road. Now, the games at home, Seattle's probably going to win. That noise factor that, that, you know, comes into their games, it's a big factor. So I'm still saying NFC West, we, Niners can still win that. We just have to start playing better and win out and definitely beat Seattle when they come here in December. <laughs> you already counted no, December. <laughs> Wait, and you're talking about Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay is like shopping around Josh Freeman right now. You know, last year, starting quarterback took me to the playoffs. They're now, like, trying to trade him. No, he didn't go. They didn't go last year, Pete, the year before. Well, two years ago. Right, yeah, two, it was years. two years ago. That's right. Yeah, and the last year they had a flop, so, I mean. Right, yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. But, you know, Tampa, gonna... you're right. Tampa Bay right now, they have all kinds of problems. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. we we come back, I got, um, I was just putting up questions there for you, you know. I guess we got you on the hot seat today. I think you're in trouble today, P. So, we got you, um, Paula. This is Paula and James. We're loving that sports talk. And, uh, P, we finally got everything in the right place, security and everything. <laughs> All right. That's Wednesday. Really, really, uh, there. Well, it was kind of funny, but he's a great guy and he had a good, you know, attitude about everything. But he wants things right, so. So we gotta have it for him. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving and Paula, back host of Love That Sports Talk. You there, Pete? Right here, right here. See, before we get another question, I gave a shout-out to um, downtown Chief Diane Brown. You know, a Kansas City Chief fan. She keeps saying her Chiefs are 4-0, P. What can we say, P? What can we say? <laughs> what can we say? I'm shocked. That's what I'm going to say. Seriously, like, if you, you know, just if you had told me in the offseason, you know, Chiefs would be 4-0 right now, no one saw that coming. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even think Andy Reid would admit that he saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, they rolling right now. So I can do is say I can shut up until they get to Denver and all the other things. So well, we got to see, right, Pete? Well, yeah, because you know they're in. Hey, they're in the division with Denver. They have to face them twice. You know, the rest of the season. So I well, don't think Kansas City. Go ahead, Pete. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, I was saying I don't think Kansas City will remain undefeated. I'm with you on that one, P. I totally agree with you. But yeah, I think I have some too. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Let's talk about Denver real quick. Have you seen the way this team is playing? Okay, like right now, seriously, like they look good. I don't know who, unless someone gets hurt and stuff just starts falling apart with them. Peyton Manning has that team just clicking, and he makes it look easy. We're talking about beating people by 30 and 40 points in a football game. Denver right now, to me, is they, I mean, I, I don't even, I mean, they just look that good. I don't know who's going to beat them. Well, let, let me tell you, last year, I don't know, um, when we were doing the show, I kept telling everybody, when, they, when Peyton Manning signed with Denver, I said, Tim, Denver's going to be a beast. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win 13 games, and they did. Now, they lost in that playoff game, which, hey, it was a fluke, but they lost. They right. didn't get beat. Mm-hmm. But if they would have won, they would have won on one that Super Bowl, I'm saying. But, like you said, look what they did doing this year. And my question to you, P.S., you know, so we got you on the hot spot. Remember when um, Peyton Manning had the choice between San Fran and Denver? I'm like, he got to be a fool not to go to San Fran because San Fran had every piece of puzzle on that, but a, you know, everybody kept saying quarterback, but y'all had the defense, y'all had the offense. I mean, what would you think the 49ers would be like if they had Peyton Manning? Peace. Well, we would – okay, well, let me put it this way. Even with Peyton Manning there, let's take us back a couple weeks ago where Davis was hurt, crapped down, Anton Bolden really as a receiving court. Yeah, so let's, the, hold on. let's okay. go back last year first. Start there. Okay. Last year. So you mean if he had been with us the entire season. Right. Uh, we, I mean, we might have ended up winning that Super Bowl. If we had had Peyton Manning through the whole season as quarterbacking us, uh-huh. you know, really. I mean, that could have been a Super Bowl win for them with him. But he looks, I mean, that was the thing. I understood with Harbaugh on them. They worked Peyton out. But this was the question. He had had that surgery. All people had really seen him do was throw the ball, run around. It was a gamble for any team, really, who was going to sign and pick him up. 
knowing that the you know the severity the type of surgery that he had and trying to really figure out are we going to get the old Peyton back or what Peyton Manning are we going to have back? So I don't fault Harbaugh on them for passing on him because it's a risk, you know, after that surgery. And you know, with Peyton, I think the reason why Harbaugh and passed on him, you know, he likes to call. He is like a general out there. This man, I love watching him play. I, I, I do. I like watching his games. He likes to change plays at the line and, you know, just move stuff around. And I just think Harbaugh wasn't going to give him that type of leeway to do that stuff. So that's why I think ultimately he went to Denver. But if the Niners had Peyton Manning last year, I think that we would have had a Super Bowl win easily. Pete, when, 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 like, I, I have to agree with you. Do you see him every play out there? He's changing plays, and he's, he's, he's doing his own. It's like he's running the team. You have to be a special person to do that. You know, I, I always tell people when I was out there, and we used to go up to the line, you don't know what the quarterback would do because he's, he's yelling out. I mean, it's crazy. He's yelling out colors. He's yelling out numbers. I mean, he's yelling out different things for everybody, like, and it's so quick. I mean, he's doing it, what, three some seconds? You know, he, I don't know, you uh-huh. know, like Red 178, um, Z120. You know, he's calling everything for everybody. you got to be on the same page as him. I mean, he has everybody on the same page when he's changing these plays. Do you see it? It's, well, it's you know, it's funny, and I encourage all the listeners, if they have a chance, to watch the SEC special that ran last week on the Mannings. It started out with going through his father, Archie Manning, showing how they grew up, and Peyton and the, the young, you know, the older brother and Eli. And this Peyton Manning is a very special type of athlete. James, he was studying and listening to tapes of his father's games when he was like a little boy, reciting like he had these tapes memorized, the plays, what his father was doing, the you know, the audits, calling, changing plays and stuff. This boy has been studying the game of football and and film and tape since he was like six or seven years old. So when yeah, when you say he's now doing that, like once you watch this this documentary on him, it does not surprise you. I mean Peyton Manning, I'm telling you, like I he is he's awesome. He is a big type of player. You know, and people I just think this may be his year. I really do. He just oh, yeah. looks great. Oh, they're running through people. They, there's nobody gonna stop them over there, I guarantee you. <laughs> The, the whole rest of the NFL just, you know, better be on watch because I don't, I don't see who's going to do it, like take them down. Yeah. Well, Pete, uh, I got to get to this question. It's just killing Uh-oh. me. Uh-oh. I'm on the hot seat today. You pee on the hot seat today. P, this is, you got Paula, and then she got Princess P. But hold on, P, did we say uh, my little name right last night? Am I L.A.? Uh-huh. Yep, Mike. Okay, I won't mess the name up. You know, I got my glasses on. Peter's Barber from Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Barber. Love you on the show. I am a Heath fan, too. My question to you is, will LeBron come back to Cleveland and play? Ooh. Tell us, you know, Barbara, Barbara no. <laughs> from, from Cleveland, Ohio, I hope he does not because... I am a Miami Heat fan. So I'm hoping LeBron at the end of this year, you know, resigns, gets a new contract with Miami Heat. I know that's a big rumor. Everyone keeps saying he's going to end up going back there because that's where he started. You know, and with today's game and NBA's a business and people 
you know, they, they leave teams, they switch cities. I just think it's possible. I, I definitely wouldn't say that he could not end up back there. Anything's possible with the way the sport really is a business and about money and the contract. So he could, but I'm hoping that he doesn't. I want LeBron to stay in Miami. Well, P, as you say with Barbara, I mean, you got to look at how sports is now. It's not about, I mean, you never thought that Joe Montana would leave 49. Am I right? Exactly. You never think yep. these great athletes like that will leave that team, but when it comes to money and loyalty, the owners don't care, so the players looking at money. So if LeBron get off for what, $100 million again, like, well, my, don't you think he'll go? Yeah, he could. I mean, definitely. The money, you know, and I'm, this is what I'm hoping he will do. Face the whole backlog from leaving Cleveland the first time. You know, stay in Miami. You've now got two rings. Keep bringing players in to surround you and get that team better every year and finish out at Miami. You know, everyone kept saying, oh, you know, Kobe didn't have to leave to win his rings. Michael didn't have to leave to ring. So I'm LeBron, like, part of that, he's listening, and he's like, you know what? I did leave Cleveland. I gave them seven years and finished the rest in Miami. Just stay there, play your career out, win as many rings as you can, you know, but you're right. It's, it's a business. So, you know, we'll see who's going to offer him the most money, the most years on the contract, you know. But I'm hoping he stays in Miami. So you sound a little selfish there. You don't want him to go because that's your team, right? Does that mean if he do go to Cleveland, you're not going to root for LeBron? No. he. I like LeBron. Miami's going to stay my team, but I will root for him if he goes to New York Knicks. I just I like him, and I like his personality. So I will forever be a LeBron fan. Um, but my team is the Miami Heat. So, yeah, I am being a little selfish. But I will cheer for him and hope he does well, even if he goes back. But I just like him as a player. Well, let me ask you this, Pete, since you're on the hot seat. Did you like him when he did that whole, you know, the decision and all that? Well, I guess you like because he came to Miami. But wasn't that a little bit too much? You know, this is what I always say to that. People were mad at him for taking an hour of people's time. Going, You know, my thing was the media set that up. I guarantee you LeBron James did not call ESPN, look, guys, give me an hour, I'm going to announce someone else, media and all those people, they came up with that idea. Now, granted, maybe he shouldn't have bought into it, you know, announcing it that way. So I wasn't mad at him. It really didn't bother me one way or the other. But millions of people, too, that's their business. You know, if they give up an hour to watch him make an announcement of where he's just going to play, you know, that's their fault for that. Don't fault him. You know, don't fault LeBron for that. So, I, no, I wasn't mad at him for doing that. Mm. You sure? Yeah. Why? Were you mad at him for the way he, for he, for him taking an hour? Yeah. You never seen Michael Jordan sit there and tell the Bulls, okay, I'm going to take an hour. No, give me that money. Let's go. I'm back. Either that or well, boom, it wasn't no hour. Well, let's set up a time. It was like, remember when the Michael Jackson first video came out, Thriller? Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it just like that? Everybody sitting around the TV waiting for this first music video. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, P? You're right, and I think we also did that when Remember the Time video got released, too. Yeah. Everybody yeah, was Yeah, that was with yeah. uh, Maddie Johnson in there, too, right? Remember that? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all sitting Mad- around, and 
And we are, oh man, we wait around for this. I mean, Thriller was good. I still got my Thriller jacket two piece, so you know, don't don't say nothing about that. I, Wait, you're going to be like CeeLo Green on The Voice, wearing the red and black, Michael Jackson, the Riller jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I, might wear my, I might wear my Thriller jacket when you come out here and have my hair curled and have it hanging. <laughs> I'll think about that one. You know, and James, we also have to remember, too, LeBron, he's still young. I mean, this is a kid who from probably middle school age, had cameras and people following him from middle school. When he got to high school, everything was spotlighted. You know, so he's young. And for him to go ahead and go with that, to me, I just, I, you know, I look at that more like that's a young guy who made a bad decision. That decision didn't hurt anyone. It's, you know, he wasn't breaking a law or nothing. He, he was a young guy who made a bad decision. I think people need to get over that. Well, Pete, we'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll talk more. I'll ask you more questions. You and then we'll talk about these old four and four and teams. You know. So this is James and Pete, and we'll be right back uh, with my thriller jacket. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Loving, and we got Pete Pollard on the show. You hear Pete? 
Yeah, hot. I'm on the hot seat today. I'm here. Can you handle it, Pete? I'm hand. I can handle it. Bring it on. All right. Before we get to our open four four and open, we got another question. Paula, this is Willis from Maryland. He says, "Pete, thanks for being on the show. You keep love and love from killing each other." Laugh out loud. <laughs> well, his question is: Should Washington sit RG three for the rest of the season? There you go, Pete. No, it's um every week to me he's he's looking better and better, and I would actually fault the Redskins' defense more right now, even than their offense. Their defense has a problem with stuff, and I don't think they should sit down. If his knee, you know, the doctors is everything is looking better with that, and He's moving better, so I don't think they should. I think it would be just a, a big mistake to sit him just because they're one and three right now. But I think the Redskins in that division, they still have a chance of coming out on top. So RG3 had a bad, he did have a slow start, didn't look good the first couple of weeks, was still hobbling. But we're starting to see some of that old RG3 coming out. So, no, I don't think they should, should bench him. Please let me throw this at you. I mean, you see how his knee is, and I think he's not right. Isn't this kind of the same thing with Derrick Rose? Remember he said the whole year, I mean, they said he could have came back and played, but, you know, isn't this kind of the same thing? I mean, don't you want to wait until it's really ready to heal to, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that kind of the same thing, P? Remember when Derrick Rose could have came back right. and his knee? Right, And he said he just wasn't confident he wasn't ready. Isn't sitting the year out and getting more healthy and stronger, wouldn't that be logical for RG3P? I mean, cause look, he didn't play another preseason game, B. And the first, look, at first two games, I don't know if you've seen it, looked like he was hobbling on that leg, didn't it? It did, yeah. The first two games, it looked like he was still kind of, he didn't look good at all those first two games. He looked like he had a little limp going on. Um, but you're right, it is kind of similar to Derrick Rose. And I think the difference, though, is those guys know their bodies. And so maybe Derrick Rose, you know, even though he had been clear. He just kept saying he, he wasn't, he needed to take more time. So maybe he didn't feel right when he was out doing drills and practicing and, you know, going up off that leg and stuff. RG3, on the other hand, maybe he does, it feels better, you know, and it is. Think about what you're saying. Remember RG3, he was running his mouth going to offfield. I'm coming back for oh. this and that. So he had to come because he was running his mouth. Am I right? Well, yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. I was getting tired of him. You know, even right after the surgery, oh, I'm going to be back. You know, I'm going to heal up. I'm going to be there for when the, you know, season starts. Nothing's going to be wrong. So he runs his mouth. He still runs his mouth too much. But I don't know if sitting him for a year, I mean, it may not take that long for him to get healed up is what I'm saying. To sit him for a year. So, I, I don't I just think, I would have said him out, because this year, I mean, they got um, the one guy from Michigan State. Um, he's not a bad quarterback. You know, they need to build and, you know, build a team. I'm getting to come back the following year. But like you say, if they can get it together this year and turn it around in that division, they could still come out to be the um, the one of that division, right, Pete? Well, yeah, I mean, if you had, look at this way, if you had elected to sit him out for a whole season, I mean, couldn't that almost, kind of like the rust and stuff for him missing a whole year. Couldn't that almost even be worse if you had elected to sit him out for a whole year, RG3? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you don't have him playing yeah. for a whole year, that might start really pushing him back. 
compared to... I don't to know, him. though, P. If he's working out, I mean, practices, I mean, as long as he practices well, but not playing a game, I mean, he's still getting to practice it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they did start him back too soon. They just seemed, like you said, he seemed like he was hobbling a little bit. But I don't know if sitting him the whole year, if it was necessary to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But I just think, you know, it's that you should have played him in some of the preseason games and see if he's going to be ready. Just hey, remember, remember, he wants to play in all of them. <laughs> yeah, but he's been running his mouth all season, P, you know? Well, yeah, every chance he got, you know, the microphone was in front of him. Oh, I'm ready to play. I'm 100%. Yeah. And we knew that wasn't true. We watched him. When he right. did finally get up there, you were not, he was not 100%. He swore up and down he was. So. All right, Pete. Let's start off with our old four teams. Teams that, you know, just horrible we played. And we 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 can just take one of the teams out right now and just say Jacksonville. I don't even want to talk about them. If you want to, what do you think, Pete? They're horrible, Pete. What do you think? They're, well, yeah, I mean, they're like one of the worst teams in football. They, yeah, Jacksonville, I feel sorry for those guys. But, you know, it may, you know, it may be one of those games, everyone's writing them off, someone's going to, you know, take them lightly. And, I mean, I don't think they're going to go a whole season and not win a game. They're going to beat somebody. That's what happens. They end up being somebody that's a playoff team. They only end up making them playoffs. Isn't that how it works off, Yeah, they're, you know, so, somebody's going to take them, you know, not plan for them and not get not be adequately prepped and ready, and they might. Okay, but look, you have the Giants, Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh. New York Giants and Pittsburgh have no business being 0-4 with, with their personnel that they have. There's no reason those two teams are 0-4. I don't know, P. Pittsburgh, I say they, they deserve you 0-4. What game did you see that they should have won? Well, they have the Monday night game two Mondays ago, right? Yeah. I think that was, yeah, they had, it was, two, yeah, two weeks ago. It's a bad and I just think, you know, okay, look, the Giants, you're watching them. We know, you know, two years ago, they're Super Bowl or whatever. And you look back at who they have, uh, Eli Manning, poor thing. I mean, he's throwing three and four interceptions a game. You know, stuff just isn't. But Pittsburgh, to me, it's like the defense looks pretty good. You know, Ben Roethlisberger. I just, I, I just think out of all those four, the one that shouldn't be on four is Pittsburgh with their personnel, but they are. You're right; they keep getting beat. But let me let me ask you this, Pete. The Giants, Antoine Rowe came out and made a comment, and like we say, when teams start losing, players start turning. Just like the Forty Nine, mm-hmm. uh, Antoine Rowe said he see that their team plus some players have lost confidence. Is, is that going to be a distraction? I mean, they owe them both. You know, that's going to hurt them, don't you think? And then you had Jason Tuck talking about, you know, anybody talk about Coughlin, you're going to punch him, you know. Mm-hmm. First thing mm-hmm. they start saying is the coach and the coach, you know, give him fire. Players saying they want to play for them, might be. Yeah, you're right. And same, I mean, I've been hearing the same thing with Pittsburgh. You know, now everyone's saying, well, it's not the coach's fault. You know, he has, you know, don't blame him. And same thing with the Giants, Coughlin. That locker, you're right. When you're losing, that locker room is going to start. Um, being divided. Someone, there's going to be some finger pointing going on. You know, Eli Manning's not playing well. Someone else is going to be blaming the coach. 
So that's a huge – they just need to win one game and start building from that. But if they keep losing, it's – yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of finger pointing going on. They keep doing that. Or, yeah, the Giants do not they, – they have a hard – but, again, they have a hard year coming up, but look at their division, okay? Just like we – okay, their division that they're in, if they can get a few wins, they've got the Eagles. The Redskins, both of them, I think, are one and three, right? Yeah. So that division and Dallas, that division is wide open. You know, that division is wide open. As bad as these teams have played after week five, you can turn it around here and go forward. Any of them could take that division. The Redskins, the Giants, Dallas, you know, it's still it's still up. So if I was hey, the Giants, that? that's, you know, they shouldn't give up yet. Wasn't that two years ago, P, was the Giants, I think they went 0-6, and, and they ended up turning around and winning the Super Bowl that year? Remember that? That's two years ago? I don't think they were 0-6, though. Started they were and then won the Super Remember, they were thinking about firing um, Coughlin. Right, but I think they still had, like, one or two wins, though, and then started winning. I don't think they were 0-6. Mm, I'm going to have to look that up from next week, but I'm almost sure. Um, but, but, look, then the flip side... We have five teams that are now 4-0. Denver, we talked about Denver, Kansas City, Alex Smith is there, you know, New England Patriots. Brady, he lost all those weapons, and everybody thought, oh, well, what are they going to do? They're 4-0. Seattle hey, and New Orleans. Who, who did uh, New England play? Buffalo, Buffalo game, young quarterback. Um, who else did they play? They ain't beat nobody, Pete. They played right, the Jets. They're still four and zero, though. I mean, yeah. you still have to go out and beat those lower, you know, those lower teams too. Yeah, and, that, and that's true. But wait till you get to playing Denver. You know what I'm saying? Then you start playing teams that's winning. You know, if you got you playing teams that's under five hundred, we what we say you should beat those teams, right? Those mm-hmm. teams yep. you should win. So, are you are you surprised to win four and zero because? The weapons they lost, or are you surprised? I mean, if they had played somebody in 4-0, then you'd be surprised. Well, I'm just surprised watching them that with the guys that are out, their starters, Gradkowski and those, not Gradkowski, what's the big tight end's name that had surgery? I'm just surprised that with the personnel that's out right now that's hurt, that Brady is still able to take these rookie receivers, and he's making these guys look like they've been playing for a couple years. And for whatever reason, Brady's, he's always able to do that. No matter who, who he has lining up on that line for him, whether it's someone smaller, Hernandez, or it was Wes Walker before, before he went to Denver, Brady has a way, and it's, you know, it's also part of the receivers. They have good hands. It's like you could line up anybody with him, and he, he helps make them look like they're a great top receiver. These are rookies who he's throwing to. These guys are catching these balls and, and scoring touchdowns. So that's what I'm shocked at, the fact that these are rookies, he, you know, that are just looking so good. Hey, if you give Brady, like they give us a lot of time back there, looking at the pick a receiver, you know, Pete, football. If you give him time, a receiver is going to come open sooner or later. A defense back can't hold that receiver all day. And if you look at it, they give Brady all that time, he's going to find somebody. I don't care if it's um, Joe Blow off the street. Your ball gets wide open, you're going to catch the ball, right? Okay, but look, the, the 49ers receivers aren't doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, we would. 
<laughs> we okay. Look, we have rookies that are lining up and are not catching the ball, so that are thrown right to them. So it's just like you know, it's, it just works out for him. For Brady, it does every year. You know, little Wes Walker. Look at how Peyton Manning. I mean, this guy is so little. I think he's like what five ten or something like that. He is just. It's amazing watching him, the cuts and the routes he runs, and the quarterback gets the ball to him. He takes hits. He goes yards after the catch. You know, the little guy. He's a little guy out there. And Brady right now are these, these rookie receivers. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're stepping up. That's what I have to say. Those rookie receivers on New England are stepping up. Well, people, we'll take a more break, and then we'll come back. We're going to finish uh, the last question, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about these um uh, you can tell me forty nines, but you know, hey, they're horrible. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving and Paula P. You there, P? Yep, what's up? Hopes and loving that sports star. We back, Pete. Before we get into our picks, I'm a little bit, you know, this last session is short. We want to get it in, but I got the last question for you. Are you ready since you're on the hot seat today? Um, I can, ready? I'm ready. Let's go. 
You ready, P? I'm ready. I think you handled hot seat pretty good so far. So far, I think you did all right. <laughs> you know, I don't think you didn't like my Michael Jackson um, thing, but you did all right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just, this one, yeah. just don't pull just don't pull out the Michael Jackson jacket, okay, and you'll be okay. Yeah, I don't even think I can fit it now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll really what be the thriller. Remember how he busts out of the thing and it busts open? It'd be like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Inc- incredible Hulk busting through your clothes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got jokes, huh, P? <laughs> Anybody, anybody who wants to talk about bad about my Niners, I got jokes for them all day. <laughs> you have a bunch of emails coming in now. Watch. Uh oh. Okay. See, this what's, is what's, from, what's this the question, next one? This question is from Sean Williams from Casper, Wyoming. <laughs> Sean Wiggy Wiggy, what's up, Wiggy? Yeah. Paula, do you really think you'll be James? In your football picks. <laughs> tell Wiggins yes. Let me tell you, I used to actually, I've never been in the fantasy football, but I used to play in a league every year where we pick the winner of all, every game, you pick the team that's going to win. And I actually even won, I had a trophy, okay, and won money for even winning that. So I consider myself to be pretty good when it comes to my picks. So right now, you know, I know Sean is all big on you. Right now, you and I are tied 10-4. and four. We both are 10-4 and four for this year. So, yes, I think I do have a chance of beating you overall. Well, we, I'm going to say right now, Paula's in trouble. I'm already pulled away from her. You know, she has no – she would not even come close to me now, Wig. So, you're right, Wig. She won't, she won't have a chance. We'll see. Wiggins, you, you, can get it, you can get in it, too, Wiggins. <laughs> he will lose because he'll pick picks, bro. You see how they lose. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell Sean, it's, you know, it's open. If you want to join this and think you can beat, beat me or James, it's on for you. Uh, all right, P, let's knock the picks out. Let's go. Okay, so we are both 10 and 4. So this week... We're going to start out. We've got 4-0 New Orleans facing the 3-1 Chicago Bears playing in Chicago. Who you got for that? I got to go with New Orleans because they're offensive. New Orleans just can score at will. And I think um, Chicago got, you know, they showed the colors of Detroit. So I got to go with New Orleans. Yeah, and I'm going with New Orleans, too. Like I said, I think, to me, one of the strongest teams right now in the NFC is the Saints. And so I, I just think they're going to be able to beat Chicago. I agree with you. Next game up, we've got Seattle Seahawks going to face the Indianapolis Colts. And I'll start. That one, I'm actually picking Indy. Like I said, I saw last week when uh, Seattle played Houston. First half, they looked terrible. They looked bad. And I just think Indy, I saw their defense a couple weeks ago against the Niners. I think they have a good chance of actually beating Seattle. And the game's going to be played in, in Indianapolis. I'm going with Indy. Well, I'm going Seattle only because you don't want to go Seattle because you don't want them to go your Niners. So you know why you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you want an Indy. <laughs> look, look, I'm trying to set a record. If I thought that Seattle was going to win, I would tell you I'm going for an overall record beating, beating you, okay? Okay, so next oh. game, 
we have Denver. We've been talking about Peyton Manning going to Dallas to play Tony Romo and the Cowboys. Who you have for that one? That's a no-brainer. That's Denver all the way. Yeah, I, I think that's a no-brainer, too. I mean, do you think it will even be close? I don't no. even think I don't even think it's going to be a close game. No. I, I see Peyton them winning again by 20 or 30 points. Okay, we got, we got one more. We got, okay, yeah. So next, your Philadelphia Eagles are facing the 0-4 New York Giants. I'm going with the Giants. I think this is the week they're getting their first win. The game's going to be played Giants in New York. Who are you picking? Philadelphia is playing the Giants. Oh, you know, I got to go Philly. I think Philly's going to come back this week. Okay, so I got you down for Philly. And then Monday night game, we have the Jets, who are 2-2, two and two, playing Atlanta, 1-3. and three. I'm going with Atlanta. I think they're going to beat the Jets. I've got Atlanta. 1-Atlanta, well, well, too. Okay. So that's our picks for this week. And next week, we will be in Chicago with Derrick Rose. Yes, we will. We got three minutes left. Let you close off the show. Go ahead. It's all on you. <laughs> hey, this is week five coming up in the NFL. Let's see if any of these uh, 4-0 teams get knocked off, lose a game. And don't forget, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Lady Sports Talk. Questions, comments during football games or whatever. So that's it. We'll see you next week. P got to get a taste of Chicago, so we'll see, guys. See what it is, right, P? <laughs> yeah, let's Anybody see. Anybody want to hear up about those Niners? Please email me. Your Eagles are going to have their hands full. I don't think you should be talking. <laughs> well, P, thanks for another great show. All right, James. I'll, I'll be seeing you yeah. next week. See you in chat time. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.